0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of the Lucas Hyde podcast. Today, um, I did have a guest lined up. Unfortunately, I was able to lock down a time and get together with that guest. Uh, Hopefully, I'll have that ready for you guys next week, but I do have a backup topic, and today, uh, that's what I'm going to be going over, and that is the upper limit, and that is something that, for me, mentally, has changed how I think about things. It is important for reframing and finding ways for me to think positively and continue to keep my progress going forward. So that's something that I really wanted to talk about and let you guys know it's a big facet in my life and it definitely changed how I look about things. Um, or how I approach things in general, and how I feel about my progress, because sometimes I feel stagnant in my progress in certain aspects of my life, and I always want to keep that progress going. So I'm just going to kind of go and talk about it, uh, but first I want to just do a little bit of cleanup and talk about some stuff before we get into it. Again, like I said earlier, I'll be getting that guest on hopefully soon, and also I'll be then getting more guests in the future, and then I'll continue to do my health, fitness, mental things, whatever I find that is helping me out that week the most, and then I can go into for a long topic. So my long form today, again, is just the upper limit. And also, it's summertime, so I'm starting to get my pool workouts in. I just got a pool workout done, in case you guys are interested. It it was awesome, basically what I did. Um, I warmed up for about five minutes doing laps in the pool. I would then do a quick set of five or so laps just to get the muscles moving and then I would jump out and then I would jump into the pool land in the shallow end, and jump out do that for 10 reps come out do a kettlebell set by primal Soldier that I really like and that is just four rows four rows into three snatches and four rows three snatches swings and then four rows three snatches swings into presses and I did that Three times through and then I did abs. So that was kind of what my workout thing is going right now. So it's pool time. So guys, get your workouts done outside. I find that it is a great way to make sure you're getting all the sunlight that you need it's also a great way to get tan too and get your workouts done i know arnold like to work out um, in the sun i think he said in his book total recall because it gives you a full tan as opposed to getting like a spray tan or a fake tan or whatever and it gives you like an even tan because you're working out outside and you're not just doing uh, one static movement or whatever so i really like doing my workouts outside instead of just sitting there tanning that's how i usually get my sun but now to move into the upper limit so, this is something that is extremely important to me, and the book is called *The Big Leap* by Gay Hendricks, And if you haven't read it, um, I ser- sincerely, or uh, I seriously suggest uh, that you read it. It's um, a very powerful book, and I find that it really helped me. Uh, the last chapter wasn't so much for me, but everything else leading up to it has been. And the reason it's been really helpful for me is because it's allowed me to reframe and keep progress going. And what I mean by that is, essentially, I would have my progress go up in jumps, and then eventually I would have some sort of a dip, and then I would then have a dip for a little bit, and then my progress would jump back up. And it's this up and down kind of progression. Uh, I find this in my weight training or and any types of training, uh, my tennis training, whatever it may be, especially technical aspects where I see improvements and big areas, even something like a podcast uh, where I am getting a lot done and then I have a dip maybe in how I'm doing the podcast or the time that I'm allocating or something like that. Now, the whole premise from what I understood, so today I'm just going to be talking about how I understand the upper limit theory and how it has helped me. So, what is the upper limit theory? Now, essentially, what that means is if you look back on history and especially human evolution, uh, the way we evolved was in tribes and regular. um, We would evolve in these tribes and we would go out on hunting parties and you would always be on alert. So, the upper limit theory suggests that this is ingrained into our brain and we have not evolved to not be out of that situation yet. So our, let's say our evolutionary, our evolutionary minds, uh, whatever you want to call it, are still hyped up in this mindset. And that is why our progress stagnates. So you would be out hunting. You would then catch the deer, catch whatever it is you needed to hunt, or you would get roots or plants, berries, whatever it is you needed to get. Um, and then you would come back eat that food whatever it was and that would be your time for rest and enjoyment and reward is when you were eating but then after that you cannot stay there for long because if you come if you stay at this point uh, of happiness and success and improvement uh, you would most likely be lax and then it you have the potential to then be Uh, the way I understood it, uh, you have then the potential to be singled out by predators, whatever it was. So we obviously don't live in that situation anymore. So the upper limit theory essentially then applies to our everyday lives in that sense then. So let's say you are at work or whatever it may be. Um, You can be even your workouts. You have a really successful breakthrough in your workout and you have this success and once you have this success, you would then do something detrimental to then put yourself back um, in this place of high alertness that was um, that was required when we were back being hunter gatherers. Now, that is something again we don't need anymore. Or uh, well, it is important. That we have this mechanism, but it's not something we need to be all the time. And we want to be improving as much as possible. We don't have to necessarily, in our everyday lives, worry about being hunted, hunted down, and and death or whatever. So the the examples he would then point out would say, you have, say, some very successful sports team. They go, say, and win a championship. And after that year, what they would do is then trade away all their players and try to then rebuild and they are trying to improve but understandably what they're doing actually is upper limiting themselves and not allowing themselves to improve they're putting a barrier to then bring themselves back down to that uh, baseline before the upper limit so that point where you're not happy and you're most successful so the upper limit theory is that we do things detrimental to ourselves um, in today's society to bring us back down to this baseline level so It's very important that you understand what it is, and once you understand what the upper limit theory is, you can then start catching it. So this is something that once I noticed it, I wasn't able to unsee. And for me, it really applies really well to tennis. And so say I'm playing a point, Um, I'm about to, let's say, get a break, uh, for example, and I go up 1540. And The way that I would then upper limit myself, then I have noticed, is I would then lose focus and not pay attention as much to the next point, Um, quite possibly the next two points, and not get the break. That would then be an upper limit. Um, The reason uh, I really like that is because it allows me to take full responsibility uh, for my actions and my loss of focus. And while I'm not, I don't think it is an existential reason or anything like that that is imposing or bad luck or anything that is imposing this, um, What I'm trying to look for the word, that poses this, uh, let's say, barrier on you and hindrance to bring you back down below your most successful or your zone of genius as he likes to call it. So when you're operating at your best self, it is your zone of genius and you upper limit yourself down out of your zone of genius. So I would then lose focus and then I would not win those points. Now, the reason I, again, like I said, it allows me to take the responsibility. Now, there's also room to understand that, yes, the other person could do something very good that I couldn't do anything about it. But I have to accept that I can't do anything about it and understand that um, I may have just lost focus or whatever it may be. And that's why I really like the upper limit. It allows me to understand my own weaknesses and insecurities and accept them for what they are and face them and try and improve on them that way instead of hiding from them and blaming other outside uh, aspects. For example, let's say I lost the point and I didn't hit uh, my strings properly and I blamed my racket. That would not necessarily be the most optimal way to move forward. I would have to accept the fact that I didn't focus as well and I would have to try and get back into my zone of genius. And that is essentially what the upper limit is. Now, the ways that you can get out of this rut is the first thing is you have to notice when you're upper limiting yourself. Say you are having very a very good day, a very positive day. This happens to me a lot. You would then start to notice these patterns of negative emotions uh, that come up. So you start thinking about things that don't make you feel good or that are just negative in general uh, is to catch those and notice that you're upper limiting yourself. Uh, you want to keep those good fla- thoughts flowing so that you can continue to operate within your zone of genius. So that means, say, I have a good, good grade on my test, for example. Let's use school. And I then get out of it, and I feel really, really good, and I have really good positive thoughts. And let's say about an hour later or so, whatever it may be. It's not necessarily a specific time frame. But then I start to think, oh, what about this other class and anything like that? And I start bringing these negative emotions to bring me back down out of my zone of genius. And once I can catch that and notice it's an upper limit, I then what I do is I then practice visualization and f- visualizing myself uh, accomplishing things that I find are difficult or are my goals. And that continues to keep the positive emotions flowing. So if I start noticing those negative thoughts in the test example, I would then visualize myself doing well in that class to continue the positive thoughts going. And it's important that once you understand the upper limit and you recognize those negative emotions i find that the visualization is very key to accomplishing operating within your zone of genius and that is important because you don't want to get stuck in looping around in those negative emotions and then getting yourself down on yourself or not operating in your zone of genius or being positive if you want to call it that so Again, visualization is an extremely important tool. And in a competitive aspect, what I do is I visualize myself winning the point. I visualize myself being focused, whatever it may be, so that in I can prevent myself from dipping back down to baseline and continue the positive and happy emotions flowing and continue my focus going whatever it may be. So I let's say I let's use the podcast for another example. I am doing extremely well in the podcast. I've, I've found growth. Um, the way I would then upper limit myself possibly is that I would dip in consistency and I wouldn't put out as many regular podcasts. Um, things like, so let's say I just hit 600 listens. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I, uh, I just want to throw it in there for a second. But I just hit 600 listens, which is very a very big goal for me. And I have very positive emotions about that. Something that would then come up to upper limit myself is that it could be possible that, say, the Tuesday before I record the Wednesday long cast, I would then think of negative emotions or think, oh, maybe I shouldn't do the podcast this week, or I don't really want to do the podcast this week. And... I have to catch those and understand, oh, I'm upper limit myself, and that once I start doing the podcast, I visualize myself um, completing the podcast, gr- doing a great episode, and once I've done that, uh, I can then uh, move forward and operate with my in my zone of genius, and that's one way I've been able to stay really consistent where it has now essentially become a habit where um it comes to tuesday i record it comes to thursday i record it comes to sunday i record those are my recording days and then i edit them and then i post them out and i've kind of got it down to a system and i really enjoy doing it so i keep those positive emotions going now there's a couple other tools that you can use uh I like to meditate, and one of the tools that I like to use when I meditate uh, to keep me operating within my zone of genius is what he calls the universal success mantra, not (laughs) mantra, excuse me, the universal success mantra. And basically what it is is you would meditate and use this mantra – for several breaths and then you would not use the mantra for several breaths and then you would return back to it and keep returning back and doing this phase in and out between the mantra and not using the mantra and basically what it is is it is i expand in abundant love and success every single day as i inspire others around me to do the same and so what i'll do is on my first in breath i'll I'll breathe for two or three minutes just getting myself ready to meditate in the zone to meditate. I will then for say seven or eight minutes then do this practicing exercise and then not do the mantra for two to three minutes to bring myself back into, um, let's just say, uh, back into reality, not reality, but back into the present moment and focusing on the things that I have to do. So, I do my first couple breaths and then on the first breath I would say I would um go I expand in abundant love and success and then on the out breath as I inspire others around me to do the same. And I would do that for two sets, and then I would do three breaths with no um with no mantra. So it's two breaths with the mantra, three breaths without the mantra. And it's just helping to retrain my brain to continue to have the positive and good thoughts um, and moving forward so that I can operate within my zone of genius. And I find it that, that has been really effective. I write it out on note cards and I post it around everywhere to make sure that I can see it and remind myself because a very important thing of reframing and changing your mental aspect and how your brain thinks is repetitions. And that's why I really like the universal success mantra and operating it within my meditations, mixing that in. And so I just want to break it down very quickly. So it's, I expand in abundant love and success every day. So the reason that ties into the zone of genius and operating within that zone of genius and moving out of the upper limit is that you tell yourself that you are expanding in love and success every single day. And it's important to love those around you. You're having successful relationships and success in your business, whatever it may be, you're achieving those things every single day. And you continue to practice doing the things uh, that help you to be optimal and successful and not upper limit yourself. And then as I inspire others around me to do the same, I think that is very important. And the reason I think it's very important for me is because I want to influence the people around me in a very positive way. So I want to improve as a person and I want to help other people improve. And I believe by doing that, if I make myself the best me I can be, others may be inspired by it or they may um, want to be around me more and if I'm being more positive, maybe they be more positive as a result. And that's why I really find that it's important to expand it to then others. And I really like that aspect of the success mantra is that it incorporates others because while it is important to work on yourself, if you can help others too, um, that's just a bonus. And that's why I really like it. And that is essentially the upper limit theory as well as the universal success mantra. So briefly, again, the I want to just recap it really quick. What ends up happening is you do things that are very successful And then you end up upper limiting yourself by whatever it is that may be negative thoughts or negative actions that then take you out of your zone of genius. And what you then have to do is move back up. And it's this push and pull that you kind of want to avoid. You want to always be improving and not stagnating. So that's why I've found that it's been so helpful for me. And it's allowed me to reframe and say, if a negative... Thing happens, or something that I don't necessarily find ideal happens, I can just reframe and say that the negative thoughts are me upper limiting myself, and then just operate with the hand that I'm dealt. And then I can then continue to improve. And it's something that's super powerful for me, at least. Uh, again, the book is it's an audiobook, it's a very short audiobook. I believe it's only four hours or so, uh, maybe a little bit longer. And It's one of the most powerful things that I've ever read, and it's really helped me to improve. Again, I wasn't really into the last chapter too much, but everything leading up to that point was extremely, extremely influential. And I really wanted to take the time to talk about it because I find that it has just influenced me so much and helped me out so much. And I want to just let other people know about it. Uh, It might not be up your alley, but... Uh, I would definitely give it a shot, check it out, and when you see those negative emotions pop up, try to reframe uh, or catch them and turn them into positive emotions and then visualize yourself uh, accomplishing it, it, whatever it is you're about to accomplish. Ask yourself what you're about to accomplish and why the negative thoughts might be coming up and then do the reframe visualize and then move forward from there and then if you have to um what i find is very helpful again use that universal success mantra all right guys this episode's a little bit shorter but again i really wanted to talk about this it's very important for me for me sorry i was a little bit all over the place um i, I was a little excited to talk about it. it's one of my favorite topics um but thank you so much for listening guys uh operate within your zone of genius uh have a good week all right love you guys thank you so much for listening I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.